We've had a beautiful week uh, here, starting off with the movie Nefarious was a great uh, crowd that um, delved into a dynamic of reality that we often don't think about um, in detail or take seriously. We sort of watch those things but don't really take them seriously, or we have questions and there's no one to answer them, so it was a gift to answer many of your questions and uh, to look at that dynamic of life. But then to follow it up with the opposite end of the spectrum at All Saints Day and a beautiful gift to gather with so many of us here to recognize the gift of those people in our lives and also the life that we are being called to uh, and how many of us called to that and have loved ones who have been uh, called beyond. And we have our book of remembrance here from All Souls Day Masses where we were able to uh, acknowledge and pray for and gather together Uh, So for the month of November, we continue to pray for all of our loved ones who have passed beyond. Uh, And the conclusion of this great week with the pilgrimage uh, to Sister Wilhelmina, an incorruptible, someone whose body is a reminder to us that we are sacred, that something incredible has happened uh, with the divine entering into human realities and in our baptism to really believe and grow in awareness that we have something Miraculous, something divine, something to be respected, something to be given a gift that in some strange and mysterious way there's a glorification that's happening through us. It's not us, but it is happening through us. And the more we pay attention to that, the more it's less our willed effort that makes us somebody better, but the more awareness that like the power of the Holy Spirit is wanting to make us better, wanting us to leave certain things beside uh, and attain other things and allow our bodies to continue to be these great, great temples of the Holy Spirit. And we saw in Sister Wilhelmina a body that is still there that shouldn't be, that was a reminder to us of who we are. And so what a blessing. I think all along the way, the gift was the unique groups. I sat at dinner last night at uh, Spaghetti Works and uh, uh, someone that's around the Newman Center all the times looked over at three other people sitting with and says, how come you don't come to the Newman Center? And first I thought, wow, what a beautiful gift. This student wants these students to like be around. Right? And then he started, oh, you got to get in this group chat. No, you got to do this. And I was like, this is awesome. This is, this is it. This is it. This is the invitation. This is using your body in a glorified way to draw another person into that body. To pay attention, right, to those that are around us, to want those that are around us to share in the goodness that we have. And then the three were like, what are you talking about? We're there. And then they got to have a little conversation about how, like, they don't see each other, but they are here. One just hangs out in the library all the time. The other ones don't. (laughs) They go to the real library, they said. Right? So it was a gift all along to see new friendships made, new people meet that have been right in our midst. And this is the dynamic of the church, is that we're right in our midst. But if we don't take the provocation to meet the person next to us, things remain hidden. We're just embers of the Spirit. Right? But when we recognize someone beyond us, when we acknowledge them, when we call them into something, we begin to share something more deeply, the power of that spirit comes alive. And this is what the bishop is aware of was set ablaze is he desires that our parishes become places that are alive. But it requires the people to decide they want to know each other. 
And that can't be a program that's put in place. That's not a, a, a special thing that happens. That has to be a free-willed thing that says, I'm going to take a risk and do this. And then all of a sudden you end up at a table and you're like, oh my gosh, I thought it was risky going on this pilgrimage. Now I'm sitting across from the table from someone I don't know. And how much fear, right? We've all experienced that. It's really, it can be really like, oh no, I don't know. And that's the gift. Your body is the gift for the other person to be brought in. And you know what we often find out? Oh, the thing that I thought I was doing as a gift was what I needed. It like came back to me. My life grew. Right? And so the gift that we're willing to say, I want to know another. I want to share life with another. I want to give up time in my life doing these things and spend time in my life doing those things. When you enter parish life, this is going to be something that will change everything about your life. Right? You're just here for a few years, but you're going to be in parishes for decades. And what we're learning here is so that you can go out there and you can say, ah, now I'm the one in charge of deciding I want to know the person next to me. When I was at St. Lambert's, I did this thing where I made everybody uh, invite someone over to dinner. And it was surprising how many people were sitting in pews next to people. They had been there for 20 years and they didn't know their name. Didn't know their name. Now, I didn't organize the dinner, but I gave everybody permission. Get to know each other. That's where the life is. So I'm so grateful at the movie to see a bunch of different people's groups together, to see uh, uh, at the, the All Saints Mass groups, the, the different mass times came together, at the, the pilgrimage, different people together, and what a huge blessing and gift it is. But we have to pay attention to what it is that's happening so that we can grow in our maturity so that we can live this forever. And friends, this is the thing we're going to live forever. You're not even going to be an accountant for more than maybe 45 years. But you're going to be a Christian until the day you die. Right? You're not going to be a, a father or a mother. Well, you're a father or a mother, I guess, forever, aren't you? But the kids are only in the house a certain time. You still have to worry about them and pray for them forever. But, right? but you're going to be eternally a child of God. Right? And that we pay attention to the things that are most important in the midst of all these other things can help us grow and become incredible gifts that our bodies are the instruments of. We have no idea how important, right? When we get to heaven, we will be shocked at how important our bodies are, our eyes, our faces, our hands. The only way God decided he wanted to get into the world. And all those apostles and saints are gone now. But you're not. And he wants to use you. The difficulty can be that we end up in moments of tension, right? We end up in moments of conflict. We end up in moments of difficulty. We end up in moments in which things aren't what we want. We end up in moments of not knowing what to say or do. But that's a part of being together. Right? And it's easy to really avoid those things, but that's where all of the grace comes because that's where we say, Lord, I need you to do something. 
And we begin to see that there is another something working in this world. There is another power that's greater than me if I just will ask for this to be done. And then we begin to see this power that brings peace beyond what we can comprehend. Right? The responsorial psalm so beautifully uh, proclaimed, in you, Lord, I have found my peace. And isn't this what the world is needing? Right? We look out at the world in so many ways, and it's division everywhere. It's war everywhere. It's divided everywhere. Every time I turn on another news thing or another, and I think, my gosh, is there any part of the world that's not going crazy? Right? And, and you guys have grown up in a time in which you're there, but I'm of a privileged time, right? So a few of us that are at this age, we like haven't had war really affect us, right? Even those that went off to the Gulf War did it free of their free choice, right? We've lived at a time and a place where we can't comprehend. And now every time I turn, I'm like, from the East, there's chaos. From the West, there's chaos. In the South, there's chaos. Everywhere, there's chaos. Lord, what's your... What's your plan? What are you doing? Where is your peace? And we pray here that, that, Lord, we want to find your peace. And in a sense, it is hard to believe that just the contribution that I can make is finding peace in my own life. But each one of us has an ability to reconcile with the people that God put us in front of. Each one of us has the ability to reach out to the people God put us in front of. Each one of us has the possibility to humble ourselves before others and to serve. Each one of us has the ability to say, it's not about me. How can I help you? And this can happen in ways that are really small and unexpected. Right? But it causes us to lay our lives down in real ways. It might be simply just showing up for class. Right? I've talked to some professors before. Do you know what it's like when nobody's paying attention in class? And you're the professor. You could like give your professors a gift and pay attention. Right? Give them respect. Give them honor by doing what it is that you're asked to do. It's amazing. Right? I don't have this. I wasn't in school when this was going on. But I can imagine it's hard not to be on your phones all the time, right? And you probably use them forward. But you could help in the relationship with those that you're missing. Say, oh, I'm going to like let that go and pay attention to what's in front of me. And this could be a way to bring order to things. When my dad, when we were growing up, well, uh, we had a second floor that held all the bedrooms on it. And... We, there was someone in every one of the bedrooms and we'd have to go to bed at whatever time. Uh, and then we'd find a reason to have to go like, oh, I forgot my uh, water in the room next door. And we'd go over in the room next door. Or, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. So then we'd go down over there, right? Uh, <laughs> and my dad would get so angry at us. He'd be like, go to bed. And then you knew he finally had had enough when he pulled up a pillow off of his bed and then he would lay down in the doorway between your room and the hallway. (laughs) He always fell asleep. And then it was even more fun to sneak out. When I got older, it occurred to me 
My dad was running his own construction business, and he did all of his book work at night. It never occurred to me that maybe we were causing disruption in my dad's life. Because it was all about me. All about us. In little ways, you guys, you are growing and you are maturing and you're getting to a place where you can say, how is it that I can bring order to things? How is it that I can be a part of something? How is it that I can serve the circumstances that I'm in? And yes, this might not solve the wars, but it will be a path and a witness to others that it is possible to solve a war between two or a war between family members or a war between professor and student. Last night I was watching an interview of a very, very old woman from Georgia, the country, and the Russians have put barbed wire on her land and included her land in Russia now instead of Georgia. And she refuses to leave. I sort of got myself in a whole bunch of gymnastics about the whole thing and this and that and da da da. Then the thought occurred to me she looks like she's at perfect peace. And this responsorial psalm came back to me. In you, Lord, I have found my peace. And this woman's disposition of heart, filled with God, filled with peace, filled with an ability to say, yep, I don't know what they think they're doing taking my land, but I'm not moving, changed me. And made me think, oh, Maybe there's people in my life that agitate me and I need to go to God. And all of a sudden, things get local. So for each one of us, as we come to this altar, there's all kinds of ways in which there's divisions. There's needs for healing. There's needs for grace. There's needs to make things right. There's needs to learn to sit at a table with people we don't know and figure out who are you. And that should provoke us in the provocation of difficulty, of worry, of anxiety, of fear, all of that, whatever that is. That's the thing that ensures we don't rely on our own effort and we turn to him. And to say, God, you promised in your son that you would save us. You promised, Jesus, that you would send your Holy Spirit among us. And I'm asking for that Holy Spirit to bring your peace into my life today. Ask. Ask in regard to the concrete circumstances of your life. And you will receive the peace that is of God.